Even in the age of magic, not everyone is destined for greatness. These are their stories. Welcome to Very Random Encounters, a show where we play pen and paper RPGs in which we've randomly determined as many things as possible, including characters, villains, names, places, and other stuff that's elvish for friend. It all comes together to be a very random encounter. I'm Travis. I'm Lee. It's me, Greg, in a different spot. Oh my god. And I'm Logan, and I'll never let Greg's, you know, uh, lack of enthusiasm prevent me from giving a real great, and I'm Logan. Can't keep you down. Uh, well... Uh, can I, though, give me a recap of the events of last week's episode? Easily. Effortlessly. Hmm. Although Logan may hinder. <laughs> Etho is how I pronounce her name. <clears throat> we're in here now. Uh, so last time we were, we've got to the actual Shrine of Destinies and Kalorin was walking a giant rectangle or I don't know. The giant rectangle was definitely walking and it was there for a little bit and, and then it flew off. But uh Calorin, I mean, not the rectangle. The rectangle stayed and sort of ate stuff that came to it. We're not sure. That remains to be investigated. Speaking of, we uh there was a bunch of skeletons and if you looked at them they wouldn't move. But then they weren't really good about not not you know like staying still while we were not looking at them. There was too many knots going to come up, so I changed what I was going to say, and <laughs> so we were like, "Yo, why are you moving?" And then we had like a really nice conversation with little skeletons. They're very nice, um, and we made friends with one of the skeletons named Tack. I think is that mm-hmm. was that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tack, and uh, we hatched a plan. To sort of like crawl closer to the big rectangle thing to find out what its deal is with the help of our new skeleton friends. Uh, and then the very end was that Kalarin at that point pieced, uh, clearly wearing one of the artifacts from the Shrine of Destinies that was uh, a, some sort of magical amulet. Well, presumably magical because it's a artifact. Mm-hmm. Everything's magical up in here. Mm-hmm. If I had a nickel for every magical thing, I might know what nickels are. <laughs> oh, this future technology. Uh, future nickel technology. Fantasy mixing with science fiction. I, I don't think I'll have you level up just because it didn't feel enough of like the end of something. Yeah, it feels, it feels like feels you're like still in the, in the middle midst of something. Yeah. Of yeah. things. That makes sense. The three of you have successfully gotten very close to both Blossom 1616, the rec- the giant sort of skyscraper uh, on tank treads, uh, as well as the building of the Shrine of Destinies. Um, now that you're here, you can see that the the, the skeletons that seem to have uh, gathered around, that had gathered around Kalarin and Blossom last time, are um, they're still pretending to be dead. They're still playing dead, but they're clearly like blocking 
the entrance, like maybe they're guarding it. They're they're guarding the entrance to the Shrine of Destinies, and there's also a few that are just kind of hanging around Blossom. Um, Kalarin is far off in the distance now. Uh, you could spot it if you really... Uh, well, actually, Layla, you can spot it fine because of what your elf eyes... <laughs> You're not hiding from me. Um, <laughs> the other two of you, it's just uh, just sort of a dot on the horizon. Do you know I can um, take a I can take a thing to make it what do my dragon eyes see? That's <laughs> Oh can you really? That's funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so yeah, what do you what do you do? Where are you going? I think when Kalarin flies off, my eagle Kyle flies up to near me. But not like doing mm. anything, just kind of flying above, checking things out. Oh, just sort of, just sort of like scouting the area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just seeing what what he can see. I just want it to be in there that Kyle is near me. That's that's the visual. Yeah. Yeah. What's our What's our goal here, folks? Well, we we have to get into the shrine. I think you wanted to find General the uh, what was his name, General General Theopolis. Theophilus. Theophilus. Yep. Theophilus Wessels. So how do you get? You just going walking right up to the shrine still. Dressed as skeletons. Yeah, we're skeletoning it up. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Okay. Uh, I whisper. Okay, y'all. Um, listen. What if we just see, like, hey, well, not tack because you ain't got no head. Um, <laughs> one of these. I have other... one. It's just not where it's supposed to be anymore. Because what well, you know, you know that you were there. Yeah, it might. It might be a bit of a encumbrance. You know, I, I'm just saying. I mean, unless you listen, let me just say what I'm going to say first, and then we'll move on from there. Would one of y'all Deal. skeletons want to go in there for a second and just kind of see? Because it seems like, you know, they probably let y'all in because y'all on their side. I, I don't think they're going to let us in. And, you know, up close, it's a little obvious that we're, uh, you know, not skeletons. Yeah, you don't look very skeletal. You're really kind of bad at looking like we're, a skeleton. We're real fleshy. I mean, I'm real yeah. small, and I could probably like hide out in your rib cage or something. But you know, it just seems like if one of y'all just moseyed on in there and took a little peek and told us what, what's what, what's it look like, what's going on. I guess you don't have a bond with any of these characters yet. So, like, if you were to, if someone were to do what you said, you who you had a bond with, and your like interaction with them caused cause them direct harm then you would mm-hmm. lose that bond but i guess we hadn't established that you had made a bond with these skeletons so i guess that doesn't apply here yeah well, um, we sort of did right i'm not like super familiar with the yeah once once you um it's it's like once you have formed enough of a relationship with a with something that you can meaningfully write down a sentence about that character then mm-hmm. you have a bond with them and you write that down in your sheet so I guess, yeah, I guess you I could make like the argument. I feel like I have a bond with Tack. I mean, I, think, yeah, I, I tried so to send him yeah. back to death by cutting his head off. Yeah, I like I have promised. <laughs> I've definitely, yeah, I've definitely promised. I have promised yeah. Tack eternal eternal rest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So yeah, if this if this doesn't pan out for Tack, then um then that bond will will be erased. Um Okay, I take his head in my hands. Oh. Now Tack, I'm don't do nothing stupid, all right? I just want you to go in there, have a little look-see, see what you see. The minute you think something's bad, you just come right the fuck back out here, okay? Yeah, okay, I can I can do that. All yeah, right, let's... and then I take one of his little hands and I put it around his head so that he can... <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Uh, I think, I think he slots his head back in, and he kind of breathes. Let's see. I feel like this is a. I feel like this should be a roll somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, Does it look like closely a... via tack? There's, there's speak softly. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's like you're speaking softly to attack. Yeah. Uh, but no, that's like learning things yeah, about learning tech. stuff. Um, I think let's let's call this overcome. Uh, when you attempt to avoid, redirect, or prevent the harm something will cause, roll plus blood. Because I think what you're doing here is like, if you had just gone in yourself, you would have taken harm, right? Like the guard skeletons presumably would harm you. And so this is your attempt to redirect, as that move implies, redirect that harm. Mm-hmm. Um, so Layla, can you please roll pl- 2d6 plus your blood stat? Oh, six. Mm-mm. Oh, Tech. <laughs> I think what happens here is you see Tack walk up and one of the, the guards says, one of the skeletons that's playing dead right by the entrance says, Get down! You're not supposed to be seen. Tack says, "Oh no, it's it's cool. I just got I um I'm actually supposed to be in there. Um, got caught out on like important business, and you know how that goes. So, um, but I just got to get back into my post, and then I'll I'll uh, sit right down." And the the guard says, "I haven't seen you before, and I would remember." Because we've only been alive for like an hour. So I know all the people that are supposed to be in there because I just saw them like five minutes ago. Sure, we're all just kind of bags of bones. But we do look a little different. Where are you supposed to be? Uh, And then I think Tack just kind of looks back to you like... uh, And I'm like... like, I need some... I'm like like doing my hand down like just fall, just fall, just fall down, just... Oh, and, and then he like he, he like he kind of does the motion too, like oh you just want me to go de-, like sort of that thing <laughs> and then because he's doing that and he's like clearly trying to communicate with someone then the skeletons notice they're like who are you to oh and then they see they see the three of you <laughs> i'm going to take this movement to actually do my little folk move and just try to sneak while they're scanning the group i just want to sort of sneak into the big old yeah, amphitheater. Like yeah, I realize me, things have gone south. I'm like, I'm just gonna go. Give me a uh, getaway roll. So that's roll plus. Uh, oh, actually, is it? It's my little focus is courage. So when you do something clever or sneaky while well, no one is looking. So while I saw that going south, I wanted to sneak in. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, while you roll that move, um, what happens with the skeletons is um, they kind of all stand up. I think a few of them crack their joints. <laughs> there's some like spare bones on the on the ground of like not completely formed skeletons and those are sort of forming like makeshift weapons uh for these for these skeletons up here the thing you notice about them is that you notice a lot of like gold teeth and like none of them have broken bones some of, but some of them have like gold teeth and like just generally things that indicate like these are more uh, opulent skeleton. These are people who are richer in life, so they were able to afford dental care, but they don't have broken bones because they didn't have to do manual labor. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah, mm-hmm. they weren't in the fight; they were watching the fight. Right. But there are there are let's say I think by this gate there are five or six of them. Um, Greg, what'd you roll? I got a seven. 
So I do it and no one will notice what you did until later. Ah, okay. Let's follow let's follow Janro first uh, and then we'll cut back out here. Okay. Janro, as you walk in, uh, as you sneak how like how are you sneaking by the way? What does it look like when she's sneaking around? I just keep propping up various skeletons and like hiding behind this one and then like taking the form of this one and then like lying down and just slowly moving through. Like every time Mm -hmm. they look like, I think they're going to look, we just sort of like freeze and duck down to the ground and then like just slide past people and don't say a word. Like we're not interacting with anybody. We're just like getting through. Cool. When you finally get in, you walk into the shrine of destinies and it's mostly one. The majority of the building is one space just because it's, Similar to a church, right? Like, yeah. there are some side rooms and things, but the main part is like the, what would you call it? The, uh, like the worship hall. Yeah. Is, Fellowship hall? The, yeah, something like that. It's similar to that, although that is the first, uh, that's like the first room you walk into, and then sort of the extra areas are, are to the side of it. It's a circular, um, wide hall with uh, artifacts, artifacts decking the walls on, on the circumference of the circle. It's a fairly, uh, it's it's the kind of nicely furnished that is that that communicates that the stuff in here is worth a lot, but it's not gaudy. It's like right, very. It's very nice, very well kept, but it's not the decor is not trying to show off because the focus is on the artifacts themselves and the spiritual energy contained within. Um, so that's what you notice first. Uh, but what you notice second uh, is you notice uh, the orc general theosoph. Theophilus uh, Wessels tied to a chair, uh, and there's a uh, a skeleton with a uh, with like a pink shawl around it, and the skeleton is saying, "Come on, you're a general. You're supposed to give us more than that." And uh, and she like uses a whip that she has in her hand, and she she whips him, and he goes, "Ow, ow! I'm a general, but I'm not, I don't actually no." I'm. It's just a political. I can't help you. And she's like, I don't believe it, and snaps the whip again. He is being tortured until he can give her uh, advice on how to be a good military leader. Oh, <laughs> but he can't because he's from like fantasy Switzerland. Mm-hmm. I uh, step out into the open, and I, I I look up. Well, now that's just being rude. And oh, like you say that out loud? Yeah, I'm going to keep to her. I'm going to keep them busy. Okay, we'll cut there on on your scene. I think we'll just see. She sets down her whip, and she turns, and it's not eye contact because she doesn't have those. But if she did, she would be staring daggers at you. And I think we'll cut from there out to Layla and Etho. There are skeletons with uh, bone clubs that are charging you. What do you do? We have a rock skeleton friend, correct? Yes, you do. That That is correct. One of them, whose name I didn't write down, unfortunately. They were all like rock One names. Of them, it was close to like aggro crag, which is a joke. Yeah, it was aggro. Yeah, cool. it, was, it, was, it was aggro. I'm pretty sure okay. one of them yeah. was aggro. So I, I get aggro's attention. I'm like, give me a boost. It says, ooh, what should a rock sound like? Like you're grinding your teeth. Talk. Sure. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it gives you it gives you a boost up. 
So yeah, I like jump in the air and try to take down as many uh, mean skeletons, not, none of the nice skeletons as I can. Wait, <laughs> aggro, which one of them are nice? Uh, throw me towards <laughs> the mean ones. Uh, yeah, it, it throws you at some of the skeletons. Um, give me a... Oh yeah, it counts as an advantage, right? Because you're above? Yeah. So that's a finish them with uh, using terrain to your advantage, maybe? Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, so roll with uh, roll with sense. Okay. Oh no. Wait, <laughs> can we go back? <laughs> uh, the other option is overpowering them, ambushing them, or using the innate talents of your people, which is, which would be blood, which I could also see an argument for. I mean, blood is plus two, and sense is minus one, so this is actually a huge deal. <laughs> sure, I'll 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 let you do plus blood here. I think that that one also works. Okay. Hey, eleven. What are you what are you using to attack them? Just like your hands? What are you doing? Um yeah, I mean I I think I've I'm described as beefy. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh and I don't think I have a weapon. I just You have you have like your you can blast Actually, fire out of your I have hands. two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think what so to pull the curtain back a little bit here, the the skeletons have a uh a stat called let's see. I can find it again. It's called Just Bones. Skeletons do not take damage from anything that would slip right through them or is made to harm flesh. Most piercing weapons, ranged weapons, slashing weapons, and poison or fire-based attacks will have very little effect on a skeleton. Um, but I think that... Uh, uh, what about electricity? Uh, electricity is not listed. Um, okay. But, Logan, I think because Etho is just using her fists, like I, I think at first... It's like you try to get in a few punches and it's just they don't have like nerves to feel pain. But like <laughs> you do piece together eventually that if you just yank off enough of the bones, then they're not <laughs> they can't do much. Like you're not killing them, but like they're they just become a pile uh, at that point. Mm. And you're able to do that to a few of them uh, without taking harm yourself. All right. Layla, now now in front of you are um, oh, three skeletons, three piles of bones, uh, <laughs> and Ivo uh, writhing around in the middle of those bones, <laughs> ripping them up into more into smaller and smaller piles. Okay, so I have wings. I don't, I can't really fly, but I can jump, kind of like how you imagine, like people jump on the moon, right? Like. Higher than you expect. Like a, you're like a great. You got like grasshopper jump. Yeah, yeah. So I jump up and I make a hand signal to Kyle, and I hop on Kyle's back. Hell yeah, because you're small. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm small. We've been waiting for this since we started. And Kyle's big. Kyle's the biggest eagle there is. Oh. That's why. That's why I pick such a big eagle. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So I hop on Kyle's back and I look at whichever skeleton looks like beefiest and hardest to do anything with. I I don't remember how I described my ranged weapon from earlier. In my head, it's a sonic screwdriver, but like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. And I look at it and I say, hey, catch. (laughs) Does he catch? I need to know if he catches it. 
I think I think I'll I'll have you roll keep them busy, which is a roll plus courage, because just looking at like the results of that roll, I think they work for what you're trying to do. Eight. Uh, so first thing, uh, if you keep them busy using a weapon with ammo, uh, use one ammo. I assume your bow has. Well, I'm throwing the whole thing go. at him. I just want him to catch oh. my weapon. Oh, right, because if they touch it, they explode yes. in electricity. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. You can only stall them for a short time, and they will retaliate against you when the time is up. One of them catches it, and is immediately zapped. It sort of tur- somehow is still able to like turn the bones into little electromagnets that repel each other. Actually, no, that's what it, there's enough like this is this is a, one of those o- skeletons who is clearly rich and this one I think had replaced a lot of like maybe had been like a a prize fighter or something mm, and so had, had like a lot of like yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so they all like all the bones, all of its bones, launch away from each other. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then, and then your sonic screw, your laser gun is laying on the ground, and uh, the remaining two skeletons now notice you up there, uh, riding your riding riding Kyle. Okay. Let's jump back to Janro. Um, what was it you were trying to roll with by? Uh, I'm doing trying out? to do keep them busy. Yeah, give me that roll. Uh, so just to remind the audience, you are now you are inside the Shrine of Destinies, looking at General Theophilus being uh, captured by this uh, by the skeleton with a whip and a pink shawl. Eight. On a seven to nine, uh, yeah, you can only stall them for a short time, and they will retaliate against you when the time is up. You have a move that deals with keep them busy, right? Yes. So I am also going to do sting like a bee. I stand there, and I'm like, I think you're just being rude. Who are you? I'm Janro. And did you pick out that pink yourself, or was that chosen for you by, say... Your mother. And then I turn and run. She cracks the whip and chases after you, saying, I have an impeccable sense of style! <laughs> so I activate Sting Like a Bee. I get them to chase me around, and we both leave the scene. So I get uh, them to chase uh, me uh, out of the Shrine of Destiny into the crowd of, into hopefully where everybody's attacking. <laughs> so just yes. see me running out. I think the camera like lingers a little bit on General Theophilus. Like, uh, hey, hey uh, okay, I guess I'll wait. Wait here. <laughs> hey, thanks. At least he's not being whipped. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I just come running out. Mock, mock, Etho. Um, what? <laughs> Just tearing out of the Shrine of Destinies with this person behind me. Mm. Etho, what do you do with uh, these remaining two skeletons? Um, I think one of them actually is like has its uh, like one of its arms is blown off from the the electrified skeleton's <laughs> skull slammed into the into its arm and knocked its arm off. So it's like one skeleton and then one uh, slightly damaged skeleton. 
So just for some extra flavor of my previous thing, I think that I probably grabbed one of them by the hand and then like used them as a weapon to to knock the other's cool. stuff off. So I'm going to do a similar thing with the one with only one hand, but throw it at the the person chasing Genro. Oh, okay. Roll uh, overcome because you're attempting to prevent harm something else will cause. Um, you're trying to prevent the harm this the skeleton. Ooh, that's will have blood. On Janro. So yeah, roll plus blood, please. Ten. Will Etho ever fail? The answer is no. <laughs> you stop the <laughs> obstacle, threat, cut, or move from causing harm. Um, so you were throwing the arm at her. I'm throwing the whole skeleton. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you throw the skeleton, and the skeleton you throw says, uh, "Ooh, I gotta roll up a name. Hold on." Oh, this generator is sweet. This generator, uh, this evil name generator at 7th Sanctum lets you choose three different attributes you want. Uh, up to three different attributes. Oh, that's awesome. That's good. To the random generator. So I chose seductive and death affinity since I already described her as only wearing a pink shawl and she's a skeleton. Fuck yeah. Uh, so we have, so, her, so as you throw the skeleton that you were throwing at her, uh, the skeleton you're throwing says, Charm lure, watch, watch out! She does not do that fast enough, and the two skeletons collide, and they're like a mixed-up pile of bones elsewhere. And you just hear them arguing, and, and uh, <laughs> Charm lure is like, you just hear her like scolding her uh, subordinate, like, you're supposed to be a guard, you can't even guard the place for five seconds, you've only been alive for an hour, and we already have th- how many intruders? And it's just, uh, she is just too busy yelling at this other skeleton to be able to uh, continue chasing Janro, especially since she's now a pile of bones. <laughs> I think that brings us around to to Layla. There are two skeleton guards. No, there's one skeleton guard left. What do you do? Uh, I want to swoop down and try to just grab his head and come back up with it. See how much of him comes with it. <laughs> cool. cool. Um, do you have any sort of advantage from your uh, from like your custom moves that would allow you to just roll finish them. Mm, I don't think so. Um, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not hiding. So the only one that would help me is if I'm hiding, and I'm not. Actually, I think I'll give it to you at this point anyway, just because morale is not on their side, mm. and this skeleton just saw their boss uh, get uh, totaled by. I mean, uh, exploding <laughs> that one was pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, just roll finish them. You're just trying to pick pick them up. So let's say um do you see on the third page of the the uh playbook finish them? Yeah, which which of those stat descriptors do you think you're you're going for? Plus blood, plus courage, grace, sense or wisdom with those like given the descriptors it gives oh. for all those. Demonstrating superior skill by waiting for just the right moment with panache and style. That's what mm-hmm. I was thinking. So roll plus grace, please. Sweet. Nine. I deal damage to a stat that makes sense and lose my advantage over them. So the two stats that skeleton that the skeletons have are just bones, uh, which is that they can't be damaged normally, and then or they can't be damaged by like traditional weapons, I should say. Uh, and then weapons training that they almost always carry a weapon of some kind. Which of those? Which of those do you think you are disabling for this skeleton? 
I mean, I guess I was trying to reach for them, so did they have some kind of weapon I could take away? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I like that. So, um the this this one had um yeah, this one had like a femur that it was <laughs> going to use to uh to attack Etho. So now it's basically left with only uh defensive abilities. Um and at this point I think it's just going to try to run away. Um sure. You can try to chase after it if you want. I'm not that kind of girl. But but it's not got a lot of pals at this point. I don't think it has much of a reason to stick around, especially since it's uh, their boss can't even punish them at this point since their boss is also defeated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I just let Kyle, like, I land and Kyle goes back to Daisy. Is there a chance that the general, not the general, but the head skeleton can put themselves back together? I don't think so, okay. given that the, given that I thought, like, if that would happen, that would happen like tomorrow. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. given Itho's successful, it takes some time to figure out which bones are which. <laughs> no, so, yeah, exactly, and I'll I think that's what they're, the two of them are arguing about right now. Like, like, no, that is clearly my big toe. I'll give everybody like a big thumbs up, and then I'll as I'm just still sort of running, turn right back around and run back into the shrine. I follow. Oh, I'm coming. It was just hold i know i left you but you know sometimes you have to retreat to win so um, i'm here now um hello uh and i just run over and like start like figuring out how the general is tied down or yeah he he yeah it's just ropes yeah um he thanks you uh and says that was (sighs) this was supposed to be the best day of my career well, it still could turn out really good. I mean, it's just Can't, started. Mm, I don't really take that as solace anymore at this point. <laughs> Sorry, my, that's. I didn't even ask your name. My name is. Uh, my name is Theophilus. Well, you were at the ceremony. I mean, uh, I'm Janro. You're Janro. Yes, I am. I apologize. No, you know, no worries. Completely. I'm for- sure it's been very difficult for you being tied up and. Dealing with that fashion travesty. <laughs> he, he like, <laughs> uh, kind of, like, puts his arm uh, around to his shoulder and, like, kind of uh, scratches at where there's, like, a visible red, like, rip, uh, or sorry, whip. W- wow. Whip wound. That's a toughie. <laughs> and uh, he laughs and says, yeah, it's uh, been kind of rattled. Um, well, you know. Much like you, I'm I'm quite new at being a hero, so at least we have that in common, yes? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, we do. Now, what's the, what's the plan now? I'm sure you saw the, the, the big thing out there? Yes, the thing that eats other things and makes them into other things or something? I don't quite understand it, but... Oh, that's more than I know. I just know it's a big thing, and it's uh, and occasionally uh, it makes loud sounds and spouts nonsense. <laughs> hey, um, does it say like blossom fifteen twenty six eight numbers? Blossom numbers. Blue forty two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. Um, blossom sixteen sixteen. It always says that before it uh, says things that don't make any sense to me. I don't know, man. I think that might be his name or something, or it's the name of something it's trying to talk to. I 
I killed a deer in the forest earlier, but it wasn't a deer because it had wires and stuff in it, like one of these things and that I took an antler from it and it started talking to me like saying that blossom 1616 stuff. And I don't know what it's trying to go on about, but I'm assuming it's all connected. I I think that's a fair uh, kind of, and as uh, he begins to say that, uh, you hear bellowing from outside. You hear uh, much louder than than the antlers before because this is coming from Blossom sixteen sixteen itself. You hear Blossom sixteen sixteen, and then you hear it say, "A screaming comes across the sky. It has happened before, but there is nothing to compare it to now." And then it's done. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's some weird shit. <laughs> I, I, yeah, none of it's made sense. I don't know what that means, but it it does not make me feel good. Oh, I don't I'm like it. Look around. Are there still other artifacts in here, or did Callie take the last one, the only um, one? Let's let's say at this point, your um, the rest of your contingencies that the uh, the the bad skeletons have either left with uh, Kalarin or. Um, Ah uh, no, because I guess we got Blossom right out there. You're gonna need, um, you're gonna need that priest who is with you to, um, to be able to like tell kind of what you're missing. That priest is. Uh, I have sense magic. I mean, I guess we could just get the priest. But oh yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah, you can do that. Okay. Um. Uh. It says immediately know, immediately know what here is magical and where it is. If there's nothing magical here, you do not mark this spell. Okay. So I just mark it and then you tell me. Yeah, and so then you won't be able to use sense magic again until uh, you eat something. Okay. Uh, and then you can, when, if you eat something, you can remove a mark you've made. Um, if you fully recover, which is like a thing you can do when in lieu of leveling up, you can remove all the marks you have on your spells. Okay. Um, since like, uh, I'll give you a little more than this this uh, move would typically, um, because you kind of do already know that it's magical and you do know where it is. But I'll take this where it is to to signify like you can know where the things you'll be able to sense which ones are missing. Like that's how I'll give you like, okay. and where it is. Cause you'll know that a few of them where they are is See missing. The, like, if that makes sense. Outline of the magic fading away. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I actually really like that. But yeah. How do you think you see magic when this happens? Mm, I think it's like a glow. I think it's like an aura of yeah. magic around items. Ooh, my eyes change color when I do it though. Ooh, what color are they normally, and what color mm, are they now? They're mostly, they look black, but they're like brown, you know, black, but they turn like a violet purple. Ooh, that's so cool. Well, first, it's like, it's like a cacophony at first. It's really hard to like pick up one signal, but like once you're able to figure out the, the base magical noise level, you're able to focus in on one sound or another or one visual or another, you are taken in a few directions. There are a lot of artifacts here that seem untouched. They weren't bothered at all. These ones tend to be what you would say are like the most useful, like the most practically useful ones. Um, a bag that can hold an infinite number of things mm. or um, a sword that deals fire damage, you know, like these yeah. sorts of like mm -hmm. Dungeons and Dragons style, uh, very practical magical items. None of those are taken, um, but there are two that are missing. One of them, uh, which you can presume from the silhouette, 
uh, is the one that was taken by Kalarin. Uh, it, it the silhouette is again of of, of this uh, amulet, and the energy you give off that tells you two things about it. One isn't a type of magic that you associate with mortals using magic. This is something that those races that believe in gods would describe as divine. I'm not sure what the elves would describe it as. First, you learn that about it. The second thing is you feel, and this isn't related to your sense magic move anymore. This is just this is just something you kind of feel kind of deep within you. Mm-hmm. You feel like this item has maybe interacted with your people before. You were telling me um off the like off the recording that religion for the star elves is a lot about um connection to ancestors. Mm-hmm. You feel that uh, you feel a sort of ancestral connection to this thing. Not that it necessarily mm. was like is related to your ancestors, but has interacted with them maybe before. Okay. The other missing thing uh, you don't really get a good read on, but you do know where it is. It is inside of Blossom sixteen sixteen. That's all I'll give you. There is some magical item that is deep within the giant sentinel that is Blossom 1616. Okay. Mm. Um, so I think I say, well, I reckon Kalarin took one of these magic things, that necklace. I- I'm sure y'all must have seen it. It was gorgeous. Um, and then the other one's inside that big rectangle. So I don't know, y'all. I guess we're going to have to go in there. Uh, this is where um, this is when Tack uh, walks in, and he says, "Oh, hey, did uh, looks like you already uh, picked up the the artifact we're uh, looking for. I see the the um, the one that's you know related to you know us is like already off the shelf. So are you already, are you already like looking at it or what the what now? Oh." <laughs> Oh no. Huh? This one right here. And he points to uh, the artifact that he needs, uh, as he points, you realize, is embedded deep within the giant sentinel. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at VREcast, or check out our website at VRE.show for a listing guide and links to everyone's Twitter. Our email is hi at VRE.show. If you want to help us out, please rate us and review us in iTunes, or there's a lot of other ones out there. We can usually find them, so wherever you want to write and review us would be great. Uh, if you enjoy what we do, please consider backing us on Patreon, where we release bonus shows each month uh, with a whole lot of extra cool content. So check us out at patreon.com slash VRE. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you did I want to point out that I didn't say anything at the last thing because I I'm like just my vision is that I was destroying skeletons outside of the building. (laughs) And I just want to like just remind me.
I've got it written down here, but I probably won't even remember to read that. But I just want to be wearing a whole bunch of bones <laughs> next time we see Etho. <laughs> <laughs> Layla's like, put those back. <laughs> they didn't Why belong to any. <laughs> they didn't belong to anyone nice. It's <laughs> it's creepy. 